0: Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at slash Broadway Podcast.
2: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Once I played a panty who just couldn't stop the beat. Yes, with roller skates on her feet. A girl who loved to. A uh, lawyer's recently deceased. Welcome back to Breaking Broadway. I had a lot of questions about what it's like to be a child actor And who better to ask but the amazing Presley Ryan and her mom, Kim. So if you don't know, Presley is a huge star on TikTok. But before she was a huge star on TikTok, she was on Broadway in Fun Home. She has done out-of-town tryouts with Beaches, my favorite movie. I can't believe I didn't get to see you in that dream role. Also, she played another one of my dream roles. She was in Annie. I'm so jealous. (laughs) She's done TV, Orange is the New Black, Difficult People. And she was also many different roles, but the starring role in Beetlejuice, Lydia, with me. And she is a delight. Her mom is a delight. Uh, They managed to be super professional and also still childlike and in a world filled with adults. So I thought you'd be the perfect guest for today. Thank you, guys. So much for being with me today. Of course. Right.
3: Thank you so much for having us. So, Presley, I'll start
0: with you. When did you know that you wanted to be an actress?
3: Um, I mean, I've always loved performing and, like, being on stage since I was little. It was just, like, always something that was so much fun for me. And I would always, like, sing in the shower, sing around the house. And I remember, like, in preschool, we would have these... Um, we would have these like shabbat like services and i would just like scream on the top of my lungs so that everyone could hear me and like they would invite me up there and be like okay okay it's okay you can like come up and sing for everyone and i started taking classes outside of school and it was just always something that i did kind of as an extracurricular like hobby i guess you could say and then um one of my acting teachers who i had worked with a long time ago was like you should audition for matilda and that was my first professional audition and I, we didn't, I didn't think anything would come out of it and I ended up getting a call back, and that's when I was like, oh, okay, maybe this is something that I could actually start doing professionally and ever since then I've just been auditioning, working and yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy ride.
0: Uh-huh. And Kim, did you take her to the theater as a young age or was anybody in your family in the theater?
4: Um... No, nobody has any talent um, like (laughs) Presley. We don't sing, we don't dance, we don't act. Um, Her father's um, like outgoing personality and funny. Um, So we say she probably picked up a little bit of that from him. He's a little theatrical personality, but, um, but no. Um, And, um, yeah, it was just something that Pudley always really liked to do. So we followed her lead and, yes, took her to every single. Um, uh, uh, class. And, and then, you know, when she started auditioning, you know, it's been a juggling situation. yeah So mostly me, um, sometimes my husband, sometimes a babysitter, um, just, um, sometimes we juggle with other parents of kids who are doing the same thing. If we could arrange a carpool, we always love mm-hmm. that.
0: And what were, what were the first thoughts you had when she said she wanted to do this professionally? Or when did you see it and think, oh, she should do this professionally <laughs> um.
4: Yeah, we were not, um, we kind of felt that it was something that we were not interested in pursuing. <laughs> um, it took a really long time for this acting teacher, um, that Presley had mentioned earlier, you know, it was, it was an extracurricular. She would do shows at the JCC. She would take these classes, like these little, you know, toddler and little kid, um, musical theater classes. And um, you know, the teacher would call and say, oh, you know, they're auditioning for Annie on Broadway. And I'd be like, no, thank you. No, we're not really interested in that, you know? And, you know, they would say to Presley, like, don't you want to be an Annie on Broadway? And she'd be like, yes, yes, I do. And, and she would come home and be like, mom, I would like to do this. And I'd be like, Mm, no, you're good. You're good where you are. Like, we, we don't, you know, it's, it's like the, uh, I had a little bit of an idea of what the process would be like for an open call, that it was going to be, you know, long um, hours of waiting to be seen for a couple of seconds and then probably never hear another word back. So um, mm-hmm. I didn't think that that was something um, that we wanted to do. Plus I work, my husband works, I have three children. So I didn't see how, um, you know, that juggling all of that was going to fit into our lives. So we said no. And then, um, Presley was persistent and this teacher was mm-hmm. persistent. And then like wow. Presley said, um, um, finally convinced us to take her to this big open call for Matilda, um, on Broadway. That was, a uh, I don't know, Presley must have been eight years old. It was before mm. that had... Um,
3: yeah, I think I think I was... Seven. I might have been seven, seven or eight. Wow. Yeah, she
4: was tiny, like little, little, little. Um, And we brought her and then, you know, we started getting some feedback that this was something that, you know, she could probably be successful at. Um, and it was something she really wanted to do. So um, we... It was her thing. We followed her lead. And
0: here we are. Yeah. You're just like my mom. Because my mom always wanted me to have a normal childhood. And um, I had to beg her, just like Presley. It's because it's a full-time job for the parents. So parents out there, it is a lot of work for you. Yes. If you're thinking about it. True. So what was, did she have, did you have an agent like right away? How did? What happened after that Matilda audition?
4: Um. So... At that time, after the Matilda audition, um we realized that that she would need an agent if she wanted to pursue this. so we took her to um one of these um, there's a bunch of like Broadway acting schools programs in mm-hmm. New York City a bunch of them have um, these agent manager showcases,
0: where oh yeah, let's name them for the people. Like, it's is it one on one and actress connection, or did you? Are there other ones for kids?
4: Oh, she was with a class act. Yeah, a class act. Oh, class act. Okay. Yeah. So um she, they, they, they put you in front of about twenty agents and managers. They give you, you know, you sing Um, you know, a little bit of a song. You what what was it like?
3: It was like a 32 bar cut of a song. And then I did like a monologue. And it's like in a room of like 25 different agents and managers. And um, we heard back from quite a few. And that's kind of how I started working with an agent. And ever since then, like I started auditioning like tens like of auditions per week. And then um that was kind of how I moved into the industry, like, professionally, I guess you could say.
0: Were you nervous that time performing in front of all those agents and managers?
3: Oh, so nervous. I remember, like, we were, because it was, there were, like, hundreds of kids doing the showcase, and I was the first one to go. So, <gasps> oh, my I, gosh. For some reason, I'm always the first one to go. I have no <laughs> idea why, but I was so nervous I don't think i had ever been more nervous in my life and I like remember like sitting outside of the room like with my mom being like oh we need to go somewhere else like let's let's leave and not be here right now but um you know I went in and like this always happens but like the second you walk into a room like that like whether it's an audition room or like something where you're singing in front of a lot of people like as soon as I start singing or as soon as I start doing my monologue, like all the butterflies kind of just like fly away. It's like a weird, crazy thing that happens.
0: Wow. I don't think that happens to everyone. That's awesome that it happens <laughs> to you. <laughs> and do you have any tricks for getting over nerves or anything like that?
3: Yeah, I, I guess um, in Beetlejuice, I would always get really nervous before dead mom. And I had like a 20 minute break. So I'd always just like play my favorite song and just like dance around. I don't know why, but... Moving around and like kind of just like not thinking about what you're about to do kind of helps you just feel more um, loose and like once you get on stage like you're not really thinking about it and then like kind of the nerves just um, are something that kind of become something that's more in the back of your mind versus like something that you're constantly thinking about.
0: Yeah, I do the same thing. That's so smart because otherwise those voices in your head are like, you're going to mess up right now, you know, like and you won't go unless you start like focusing on like, stop, be quiet, you.
3: (laughs) Exactly. You have to silence the nerves.
0: Yes, yes.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com/easy. 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 Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank. Members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power. Loyalty
4: Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com.
0: Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, Talk a little bit about what it's been like balancing school and being in shows.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, that's definitely something that I struggled with a lot in the beginning because you have an eight show week and then you have, and then I would have school five days a week as well. So um, once we started rehearsals, I really couldn't go to school because I, we would be in rehearsals from like 10 in the morning till six o'clock at night. So for the rehearsal process and tech process, and when we were out of town, I had a tutor. And so we would do like three hours of school, five days a week. And I would just try and fit in everything in. And for me, that was actually pretty great. Cause I was like one-on-one with a, tutor like working directly so we were able to get a lot done and that like wasn't too stressful but then as soon as we were up and running in the city um I would have to go to school during the day and then come to the show at night so it was definitely a lot to balance in addition to like homework and projects and then like I go to performing arts school so we would have acting scenes and stuff like that that we would have to do and I would have a partner for that so and like you have to work with your partner outside of class so there was definitely like a lot of stuff that I had to juggle on top of the show. But over time, it was something that I kind of got used to and was able to balance a little bit better.
0: I mean, you must be exhausted. You're doing, you get home so late and then you have to get up so early in the morning for school.
3: Oh yeah. No, I was like super tired all the time. I remember like during my, I had like an English class for like the first two periods of school. And then like third period, we had like it was, like, kind of a free period, but, like, not really. And I would always take naps during third period. Like, I, I remember, like, falling asleep during that class.
0: And just so everybody knows, the production is the one who provides you with the tutor, right? Because they're required yes. by law to give you a tutor if you're in a show. Mm-hmm. And what did you do during Fun Home? Did Because you, you, you weren't in the same school then, were
3: you? I was. I've been going to this school since sixth grade. But during Fun Home, it was kind of the same process, except... um I was an understudy. So I wasn't on stage during the show. So I actually had a lot of time to like do my homework and do stuff like that during the show. So it was actually a little easier to bounce versus like in Beetlejuice, I was on stage. Um, so there was no time to do like any homework or anything during the show. Like occasionally I would get in a little math assignment during intermission, but for the majority of the time, like there, I would have to do my homework. Like when I got home.
0: Wow. And were you working and going to, like, regular public school for a while? Before, like, when you first started? Her school is a public school. Hmm?
4: Her school is a public school. It's a New York City public school. It's a specialized high
0: school. Yeah, But in the very beginning, didn't you go to not a theater school? And you were doing this?
3: Uh, Yeah. For elementary school, I went to, like, a private school. um, And it was... I I think that, yeah, I started working in like fourth grade and then fifth grade I was like working as well. So like, and this school is like so not used to having like any kids um, who perform at all. So it was definitely really interesting. And like, um, that was like the beginning of what, I had ever experienced, like, missing school and doing a show. So, like, in the beginning, it was, like, I didn't know how to go about it. I didn't know, like, I I went to my teachers, and I was like, "Um, I'm going to be gone for four months, so can you give me the work for the next four months? And I'd be like, uh... So it was definitely something that was really interesting in the beginning, for sure.
0: So, Kim, would you have to talk to the school? and? Uh,
4: yeah, we would speak to the school, the teachers, the, you know, the administration. Um, there was a lot of coordination back and forth every week, um, usually with the teachers and the assignments and then getting them to her. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, um, when she was out of town and then we would have to like send packages or, you know, or, um, scan stuff in and send it and email it back. And, you know, just having everything, um, on time was definitely, um, full-time job, Um, Mm. that in and of itself of just trying to make sure that her school, you know, because especially those teachers from from her private school, um, her elementary school, were not, um, like she had said, they're not used to working um, with on-location set teachers. And, um, you know, when they're ready for work, they might not always have the assignments ready. Um, right. so sometimes that they would build up and we would have, you know, quite a few, and then sometimes we'd have nothing and be like, okay, um, maybe today's a good day for a field trip.
0: Right. Oh yeah. So I that's forgot. why this school is better because they're more prepared for theater actors and they, or, you know, any kind of professional children.
3: Exactly. Correct. Like it's a professional performing arts school. So they are like equipped to like handle these students who are like on location for months at a time or in a show and like, Have to miss a few days here and there. So, like, they've, the performing arts school I go to, like, they're super great about like understanding what it's like to be in a professional production and like the work that comes along with it. So, like, when we did have homework, they made it so that it was doable in the time, like, constraints that we had. Mm -hmm.
0: And I just want to talk about so, how old were you when we went to DC with Beetlejuice?
3: 14, I think.
0: 14. And so, you're with. All grown ups, pretty much, and you guys sent a guardian, right?
4: yes, yes we sent we sent Pregley with a um because I wasn't able to join accompany her for the um what was, what, how how long are we down there three months or so mm, I feel three
0: was Two three months? maybe something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. It,
4: um, yeah, so it was a it was an extended period of time. I was working. so we hired someone who um could um essentially be her guardian, um roommate, and also um, I guess uh, be her wrangler as well on um, at the theater.
0: And how was that for both of you? <laughs> <laughs> you can go
4: go ahead
3: me okay yeah. um it was definitely interesting. I'm I, from, like, a young age, like, I've always been, like, traveling and getting around by myself, so, like, I guess having a babysitter for me is, like, ooh, like, I like being independent, but, you know, I was 14, so, like, I couldn't be necessarily, but um, it was cool, because she was, like, I think she was, like, 18, no, 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 she was, like, she was, like, a young, younger girl, and, like, we actually was in her midst by me, yeah. And like we hung out together and we had a good time. Yeah. I
4: think that um, having um, most of the Wranglers that Pudley's worked with um, have been really good. And especially the ones on Broadway are very professional and, they, and they, you know, they've been doing it for years. And depending on the show and how many other kids are in the show, sometimes, you know, they're, they make it fun for them. They explain um, wh- what the kids are supposed to be doing. Um, they kind of walk them through it. They're very knowledgeable. They're almost part of the creative team. You know, they're that link between production and the families. So um, they're really, they play a really important role. Um, as Cudley got older and, you know, has a mind of her own I think it became a little bit more difficult especially like you know like she said it's when she was the only one and then it was one person you know like on her and that felt um maybe a little bit constraining um I guess as you as you get older but um for the most part I think she's had really great wranglers and really good experiences
0: was it so weird just well I guess it's like going to summer camp right like sending her away and being like okay yeah um it's
4: it's it's odd but it's it's just part of the the deal so um you know you get comfortable with it relatively Mm -hmm. quickly and you know like I said that they're super professional. They're on it. They really explain everything to you and you know everything that's going on. So you're very comfortable, um, you know, leaving the kids and knowing that they're in the hands of a capable professional and that the production is really looking out for them.
0: And so also once rehearsals start, you're not allowed to be anywhere near the... (laughs) you're not allowed to be backstage nowhere, right? Nowhere, nowhere.
4: No, she's a professional. She, this is her, this is her thing, her job. And it's just kind of, you know, bye.
0: Are you ever worried that she's with crazy adult actors? (laughs) No,
4: no, we've been really lucky. I mean, and plus, you know, I, I am part of the process a little bit, especially in the beginning. And most of the productions are very welcoming to the families. They're welcoming to the, um, uh, they, you know, I was at, I guess, whatever the first meet and greet was. And I'm, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I'm allowed to help her set up her dressing room. So I've met. Yes, I've met you did she. such a good job
0: at that. <laughs> Amazing I loved it. job. So, yes.
4: you know, things like that where I've had, you know, um, I guess if there's a party, I get to come. And, like, so there's certain opportunities during um, the whole process where there are opportunities to meet meet everybody. And, you know, everyone's always been super nice, professional. And, and Presley is um, very opinionated. And she would definitely let us know if there was an issue. Um, uh-huh. You know, so you know, she, she, she was very verbal and always let us know what was going on. So there was never, never anything to work, worry about.
0: That's good. To hear more from Presley and what it's like working with all of these crazy adults, tune in next week and spoiler alert, there will be some special guests. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast and want more episodes, please take a second to rate it. Check out my website, Carrie Butler Coach, for more info on private coaching and teaching at schools. You can follow me on Instagram, Carrie Butler 1, and visit bpn.fm slash Breaking Broadway for all ways to listen, follow, subscribe, hear past episodes of Breaking Broadway, and find out more information. Together you and I are Breaking Broadway.